Welcome to The Voice of Reason with Dr. Sonia Thompson of Arise Ministries International. Get ready to be strengthened with solid foundational truths inspired by the living word and changed by fresh revelation that will push you into a victorious life now. Welcome and thank you for joining me today on the Voice of Reason podcast. This is your host, Apostle Sonia Thompson. Arise, Timothys and Sarahs, I hope you're poised for an enriching message that's going to revolutionize your life as you listen in to a live teaching with Prophet Natalie Westenskow entitled, Hope Ignites Passion. Hello, gorgeous. All right. So I want to share something with you today. It's something I heard Apostle Sonia Thompson say. She said, if we don't celebrate the victories along the way, we will get worn out. What does that mean? Let's take a look at this house, for example, this this place. We finished the foyer. It's complete, but we have a half-painted wall here in the, in the dining area and, and this wall over here. We have no paint over here. We have half project over here. We have a half project in the living, in the bathroom going on. And we are in the process of renovation, yes? So in this home, we are in the process of renovating, right? But if we only pay attention to the fact that of the end result when it's finished, if our eyes are only on getting it finished, if our eyes are only on getting it complete, getting it out of the way, out of the way getting it done, okay? If that is where we're focused on only, then we won't celebrate that the foyer got done completely. And if we don't celebrate that the foyer got done completely, then we start to get overwhelmed by the entire project and we start to feel like we're not doing anything. We start to feel like we're not accomplishing anything. We start to feel like we're never gonna get to the finish line. And then things begin to feel overwhelming. And then things begin to feel like, oh, it's too much, right? I'm never going to get it done. Why did I start this project? Then then it's you start to get vulnerable and in that place of vulnerability the enemy comes and he pays you a visit and he come, he begins to affirm this emotional place that you're in. Yeah, you should give up. Yeah, you shouldn't get. Yeah, look at what you've done. You probably shouldn't have done that. You know what? Just stop what you're doing. You know what? Is it matter? And he'll even take it as far as he can go. As far as he can go, he'll take it. You follow me? So that place, that part that I'm sharing with you, if we don't celebrate the victories along the way, we will get worn out. When that happens, you will reach a place where you feel like you're not accomplishing anything. You get it? So, okay. That's, like I said, the four years complete. It's taken us a year just to get from there to, to where we are now. It was only yesterday that I decided we're going to paint the whole house this color. Okay? So, but what happens is, I've, I've have gone to bed and have risen up in the morning um, feeling defeated, having a feeling of defeat because I'm looking at the finished product. It's not done. It's not complete. But what I could be doing, right, is accepting the following. And you guys should be taking notes at this present time. There should be a focus from you right now because this is a life changing word. This is a life altering word. This is going to help you in your present circumstances and also in the future when it's time for you to uh, lead a family, okay, and make some adult decisions for your life. Write the following. 
I am in the process of change. I am in the process of change. This is what renovation is. <laughs> there is a spiritual renovation taking place in our souls in this season. Write that down. There is a spiritual renovation taking place in my life in this season because that's what's happening. That's what's happening with this house. This house is in the process of change. We are taking this house from what it was to what it could be in a better way, in a better direction. However, I need to come to the full realization that it is a process. What is it? A process. So what I need to do is I have to stop while I'm on the way, while I'm in the journey and say, good job, Natalie. Look at how you did that for you. Good job on selecting the paint. Good job on selecting this. As I'm going through this renovation, oh, what a great carpet you picked out. You got to celebrate the victories along the way because the celebrating of those victories will encourage you to get to the finish line, to get to the end result. Amen. One of the things that can happen to us when we don't celebrate the victories along the way is we invite frustration. When we begin to get caught up on the end result, on just finishing the project or just getting to the finish line or just, you know, let me, and let me, let me give it to you from a, a life perspective. When am I going to get rich already? When am I going to just start, you know, when am I, when is my YouTube channel going to already be uh, number one, ranked number one? When am I going to already complete this? When am I already going to, instead of celebrating all the things that are good on the way. And what happens is when we're in these places and we're not celebrating the wins, I have found in my own life that it has been an opportunity to invite frustration. Then I get frustrated because then I begin to second guess myself or I get frustrated because then I uh, to second guess. Should I have started the project? Should I have finished it? Should I then I'll second guess? Should I have selected this color? Should I have bought the couch? Meanwhile, watch this. Everything that I've experienced concerning this renovation has been gone. Every opportunity that I had to buy the to buy the plant, to buy the, the, the carpet, to buy the couch has been a God opportunity, but I'm going to start to question those opportunities because I'm not celebrating the victories along the way. When I invite frustration, I invite fear instead of faith. I want you to write that down. When I invite frustration into my life, when I allow frustration, I'm inviting fear into my life. Now listen to this, God 
cannot operate in a place of frustration because there's no entryway for him. There's no way for him to come on in, right? Remember that God cannot operate in a place of frustration because there is no entryway for him. Guys, faith is the only invitation. Faith is the only invitation that God will respond to. When we become frustrated, we put ourselves in a box. Frustration puts handcuffs on you. And then sitting with Apostle Sonia, she says, frustration is the welcome mat for Satan. And I love that. I loved how she said that. I loved how the Holy Spirit shared that through her. Frustration is the welcome mat for Satan. So I'm sorry. I'm going to ask a question. You have one invitation. Would you rather inv invite the Holy Spirit or would you rather invite Satan? Which one? I'm sorry, I would rather have give my invitation to the Holy Spirit. But if I'm going to give my invitation to the Holy Spirit, then I must understand that the only invitation that God is, and the Holy Spirit is going to respond to is one of faith, not one of fear. Frustration comes from fear. I'm afraid I'm not going to finish the project. So therefore, I have to try to do everything that I can to try to get this, this project done by myself. Frustration is selfish. Frustration is like you doing it on your own without God's help, right? And I have to get it completed because I'm afraid that I'm going to have another project that's left undone. And yet another project, and yet another project, and yet another project, right? And then fear, I give my invitation over to fear. And then when I do that, I basically put down a welcome mat and say, come on, Satan, come on in here and hang out. Come on and hang out with me. This is why some of us don't, you know, we, we ask God to deliver us from a spirit of fear and then we're still walking with the same thing because there are things that we are doing in our lives that are an invitation for Satan. It's a welcome mat for him to come into our lives. Now watch this, write this down. Faith is God's welcome mat. Faith is God's welcome mat. Right next to that, I want you to write Hebrews eleven six, New King James. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hebrews eleven six. But without faith, it is impossible to please God, for he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He's telling you right there in Hebrews eleven six, faith is my only invitation. Faith is my only invitation. He says it right there. He says it in Hebrews eleven six. but without faith, it is impossible. It's never going to happen. You got it? Impossible. What? Unachievable. Faith is God's welcome, man.
when we allow ourselves, one of the things that happens too when we're in a frustrated place, this is what started happening to me, is we become overwhelmed by all the things that we're going through. In every area, everything becomes overwhelming. And I remember sitting with Apostle and, you know, I said, I said to her, I said, everything is just so overwhelming. Everything just becomes so, uh, like, it just feels like everything is a lot, right? Who's, who's ever been there? <laughs> everything is a lot, right? And here's what she said to me, really wise words. She said, the reason why we get overwhelmed is because we've experienced many disappointing things at the same time in every area of our life, right? But watch this. It also means that we've allowed the disappointment to dictate our life. Are we going to experience disappointment? Yes. Is life always going to be easy? No. But should those disappointing moments dictate our entire life? No. However, they will when we allow frustration to come in. Because if we're not careful and we stay in a disappointed place, disappointed, I mean, let me give you some examples. Okay, I was supposed to save $1,000. Oh man, constantly disappointing myself because I'd never get to that $1,000 goal. You know, I'm supposed to already have four videos on YouTube, right? I barely got one out there. Disappointing. That's another thing I haven't got done. How about me personally working on these design projects? Okay. Oh, I thought I would have already been done with these design projects. That's disappointing. Not having completion. Disappointed in myself because maybe I overspend money. Disappointed in myself because maybe I overate, you know, in an area or had too much sugar in an area after I told God I was going to go on a sugar fast. I mean, these are all different little disappointing things that we can find ourselves in. Okay. The problem, what we have to be careful with, though, is that disappointment, if we're not careful, can lead to hopelessness. Write that down. Disappointment, if we're not careful, if we allow disappointment to dictate our next moves, it will lead us to hopelessness. What is hopelessness? It's the feeling or the condition of having no hope despair, desperation. I'm never going to overcome the feeling of defeat. It's never going to happen. But here's the thing. Hopelessness is a place of despair. Hopelessness is a place of defeat. Is hopelessness where you're going to find Jesus? No. Is that where you'll find is that where you'll find victory? No. Is it where you'll find the enemy? Yes. But watch this. Jeremiah 29:11. Here's some hope for you. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. These are the things we need to be sitting on. Jeremiah 29, 11. This is where we have to encourage ourselves. This is why I'm going to go back to the beginning. This is why we have to celebrate the victories along the way. You got me, guys? Let's celebrate the victories along the way. Let's declare 
Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and hope, okay? Romans, write this down, Romans 15, 13, may the God of hope, what is he? The God of hope, right? Fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. What does it mean to abound? Remember, that is Romans 15, 13, so that you may abound in hope. What does it mean? What is he asking us? When he says abound, what is he saying? Say that again. Abound. So that you may abound in hope. Anybody? Huh? So we can live in hope. There's a word I'm looking for, but you know, what do you think abound means? One more time. Circle. No. So let me read this. Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope, who is he? The God of hope, right? Fill you with all joy and peace in believing, right? So that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may be filled filled say abound is filled abound equals filled right so that way we may be filled with hope so watch this when we reach a place of hopelessness where do we find our hope in jesus where do we find our hope lucas in god where do we find our hope in god it says so right there in Romans 15, 13. It says, may the God of hope, right? He's the God of hope, right? Fill you with all joy and peace in your belief system. He says in believing. That means my belief system. So in the moment when I'm believing that I'm defeated, when I'm believing that I can't, when I'm believing that I, I can't overachieve, when I'm believing this, he says the God of hope will fill you in order, your belief system, right? And then he says here, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may be filled with hope, right? So you may abound in hope, be filled with hope. So when we reach a place of hopelessness, we go back to God in our prayer time, in our praise and worship time. We go back to God and we say, fill me with hope again. Give me hope again for this. Give me hope again, God, to complete this kitchen renovation. Give me hope again, God, to complete this book that I want to write. Give me hope again, God, to write this next chapter of the book. Give me hope again, God, for the products you've called me to create. Give me hope again, God. Fill me with hope for the thing you've called me to do. Fill me back up again. In Jesus' name. Wasn't that an absolutely incredible message? I pray the Holy Spirit spoke to you in a very intimate way and your hope is renewed. Before I close out this segment, let me recommend a book that will surely change your life. The name of the book is The Law of Work. And you can find that on a website, megamoneymoves.com. Megamoneymoves.com. Or you can search for all of my books, ApostleSoniaBooks.com, and Sonia is spelled S-O-N-Y-A. 
ApostleSoniaBooks.com. Until next time on The Voice of Reason. Thanks for tuning in to The Voice of Reason podcast with Dr. Sonia Thompson. We solicit your prayers and support. Please visit our website at www.ariseministriesintl.com for more information about our products, ministry, or to submit your prayer request. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook at Arise Ministries INTL. Be sure to tune in again next week with The Voice of Reason.